Hey y'all, it's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Fanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Now onto the show. Hey guys, we hope you're really enjoying the show. The BHP Podcast has been so much fun. If you are, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. It'd be so helpful and it really does go a long way. As usual, thank you for your support and listening to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Hello and welcome to the Boner Plant Podcast. On today's show, we are talking outdoors. We are talking history and outdoors. No, we're not talking history. Just kidding. Actually, we're not talking history. We are talking TV in the hunting industry. And uh, we do have a special guest today, which we'll get to in just a second. But before we do, uh, what's up, Ray? How's it going, man? Not much. How's, how's how was your day? How was your day? Uh, it was not too bad. Pretty busy. Pretty busy. How about yours? Uh, mine was interesting. I played too much Fortnite. I told you that earlier. I'm yes. addicted to the game. If you guys haven't played it, I don't recommend it because it will become addicting. And they have a crossbow in there at some point, which I haven't seen yet, but I guess a different season they say there's a crossbow. But I don't know. Hmm. Whatever. But uh, today, live in the studio, we have a special guest, which I'll have him introduce himself. I'm Justin Oak, host of uh, Dreampoint Outdoors Game of Inches on Sportsman's Channel. Perfect. So how was the drive over? Most, this, most people might not know you're a Michigander. I am. I, that's uh, why this worked out really well. It did. <laughs> well, I'm on the other side. I am on Lake Michigan, Shore Lake Michigan, just north of Holland. So uh, I'm pretty used to this drive. We've, we make it over here quite a bit. Oh, perfect. Um, but, uh, yeah, the traffic over here is a little different than the traffic back home. Right. So. so I would think, I'm trying to think, you and I go back a long way. Back to probably 2011, maybe 12, the Struther Archery. Yeah, right. Yep, Struther days. And back then, uh, there was a company called Struther Archery at one time, and they were back in uh, Emily City? Yep, you got it. Emily City, Michigan. For a little bit. uh, And you worked with Corey Upper, which we worked with Corey Upper. Yep. Yep. And uh, so anyway, but was that, I guess, what year did your show originally start? So, boy, that's a good question. So we are now headed into our fifth year of Game of Inches, and we had one year, the very first year, our debut season on Sportsman's Channel, we were uh, uh, Extend Your Range TV. Obviously, Strother, that's their tagline. That was our title sponsor. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, I forgot about so, that. So, yeah, we're going, back, we're going back a good six years or so. Yeah. Uh, well, that's where it all days. starts, man. And you got yeah. you know, to right? go through the history <laughs> of the sure. stuff. That's so cool. what was, I guess, what was, um, before we get into, like, the newer stuff, that time frame, that period of your life and doing the show, what was what was a, a struggle or what was, you know, what you had to overcome to do the show? You know, the biggest thing, I think everybody tell you the same thing when you when you start a show is is just building that partner base. I mean, that, that's the hardest thing. Everybody... Um, I think a lot of people don't understand how expensive it is to have a television program. Most people think that maybe the network buys the show from you, and it's completely different. We pay the network to be on and have to sell sponsorships to, to make it worth it. So in the beginning, really, it's all about lining up a good partner base that uh, that hopefully you can grow with over the years. So uh, that's an interesting concept, isn't it? Like If you think about it, at some point you're like, well, maybe... They should pay us to be right. use our ne- content. Yeah, for the network, so I can right. see it. It's right? almost like a twisted, different way of looking at it. But I think if at some point it could actually change, and I do know that, like Discovery Channel, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I have heard of uh, mm-hmm. networks paying for shows content yeah. to be on if they like something or if they, you know. But I don't know how much happens to Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel. I don't know how different that, formats for yeah. different networks. Definitely, yeah. um, uh, it's set up like that for the outdoor channel as well. Right? Absolutely, you pay yep. ahead of time. Yep, pretty much all the the outdoor, outdoor sports. Ones, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, but some of the like the Discovery. National Geographic, which I don't think they show hunting actually, unless it's probably African like type. Yeah, I think you know there's been some evolution to that though. I mean, there are some uh, television programs that I've heard are going that way. Um, it's in its infancy. I don't think it's uh, they're yeah. they're going to go that way, you know, with a bang. But it's it's happening. So when you first started, how many episodes did were you doing? 
13. We've always we've 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 always done 13 uh, first run and then 13 reruns. So uh, two quarters. Okay, got it. So every year there's 26 episodes that run. They're That's a full correct. hour. Uh, half hour. Half hour. Ha- yep, half hour. Um, in the beginning, the network ran us uh, three times a week. So oh, we had okay. three airings um, for every every week, and now uh, they are running us five times a week. Oh, cool. So uh, wow, yeah, we, cool. we get quite a bit of uh, of exposure. And that's on the Sportsman channel? That's correct. Yep. And My Outdoor TV? Yeah, that's something new for us this year. We just launched, we partnered with them uh, and launched seasons one through five on uh, MOTV. So mm-hmm. for those who don't have Sportsman channel, um, you can log on to MOTV and, and see all of our past work and well, the current cool. season. That's yeah. cool. I don't yeah. think I have Sportsman Channel. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good and way a lot of people don't, you know. So uh, check it out. Yeah. It's funny because I had, I had it. Um, I didn't have it for a long time and then because I, I had Comcast, but I had Outdoor Channel. And then all of a sudden I got it. But then at that time, my wife and I were like, oh, we're going to get rid of the cable. So we lost that extra yep. package. Yep. It's like, let's save a little money and get rid of that. I'm like, gosh, darn it, you know. Um, and I like to watch the shows just to kind of keep up with you guys and different sure. people, like what they're doing, how they're doing. It's interesting to watch. Now, when it comes to the video side of things, do you do it yourself or do you have a cameraman? Do you edit it? Like, how does that go down? We do everything in-house when it comes to production. So, so do you have a team or do you It's personally? literally me and Zach. Uh, Zach's my cameraman, has been for a couple years, and him and I, uh, you know, he films me. And it really, I think to, to put a good program together, you got to have some – uh, somebody you work with real well. I mean, yeah. when you're stuck oh, in a sure. tree oh, or in a blind sure. or, you know, for weeks at a time, hotel rooms for that matter, uh, you got to have somebody that you can work with. And me yeah. and Zach work together really well. So he's been my cameraman for a number of years, and uh, we sit down together and, and we edit everything in-house. That's that way exciting. we can what do it our way. What do you guys use for editing? Adobe? Uh, Adobe, yep. Final Cut, yep. got it. Yep. Cool. Yep. And then camera-wise, I love cameras, so I always yeah. ask questions about cameras, yeah. but <laughs> camera-wise... What do you guys film on? Like a FS fives, five FS fives. Right now, um, we have uh, a couple uh, Mark fours, Canon Mark fours. Big uh, data. I I love them though. They're just they're beautiful. They're great, just, and the picture know. quality is. How do you handle that? I, I just I filmed in that four K, <laughs> and it comes out so big that I'm not kidding. I use Apple, but it like it like slows down my it like oh, it's messes incredible. up and everything i can't even like watch it it's the strangest thing but the look is absolutely i couldn't incredible. even tell you how many terabytes of storage we have oh, in our studio imagine. it's insane well, you've burned thousands of dollars on hard drive yes <laughs> it's nuts you just well, look at a wall of drive it's yeah. worth it though you know you know you it's great it. we like filming in 4k we always try to stay a step ahead um yeah. you know back when standard def was the thing we were filming in high def and as soon as everybody jumped to high def we jumped 4k yeah. and that's cool. Yeah, it, Even it with the internet well stuff, us. it's changed a lot where 1080, now if you do something in 1080, it, it, it'll upload like that. You yeah. know, it's super oh, fast, yeah. easy to work with because it's so done so much now right. that it's, it's no big deal. It's yeah. easy. The programs can handle it. Then you go to 4K, yeah. and then things are still not caught up to 4K yet, I don't think, in the systems because, frankly, I know it's more data, but, frankly, like when you're uploading through Comcast or wherever you're using, it's way slower than like 1080. 1080 is like super. You know, now, like, before Whoa. you started the show, did you guys do a couple years of, of trying to just film your stuff and then edit just so you could learn? We did. You know, the, the whole thing kind of fell in my lap right off the bat. I mean, I, I never tried to do this, but uh, in the beginning, we did uh, release a few DVDs. Mm-hmm. Big box stores carried them, Shields, uh, Gander Mountains, things like that. And um, we, our partners at the time, we didn't have very many, but those partners were really trying to push us into television. I mean, they, they wanted us there. And I've been one of those guys that I don't like to put the cart before the horse. Right. I wanted to become good at it and not just be some, you know, flash in the pan. Right. Have one or two. Yeah, so there, right? we did DVDs for quite a while uh, before we got into television. And uh, we still, we, we, we like to move forward, but we like to move forward when we know, right. you know, we're ready to do so. That's cool. So, um, so okay, so you started in the beginning. You guys got going. Um, how did it, uh, I guess, get... Let's fast forward to today. Sure. How is that different now for you? Do you feel like when you're approaching partners or because obviously you got some major partners? We do. Here, we so have. We things have, have had to gotten a little bit easier <laughs> when it comes to that part. They they but. they definitely did. I mean, uh, once we kind of established ourselves, um, you know, a lot of partners would come to us and uh, made it a lot easier because we we would partner with who we believed in in the products yep. that we liked rather than 
the products that we had to use mm-hmm. in order to pay the bills. Yeah, so sure makes sense. Um, yeah, things are <laughs> wildly different now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're super proud of our partner base, man. We've got some of the best, and uh, hopefully we can stick with these guys for a long, long time. Yeah, so you guys got Matthews uh, Stealth Cam, which we do yep. share for yes, this Yes, I, I knew that. Yeah. Sika Hawk, uh, which has got new ownership, I heard, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they were just acquired by uh, Mainstream, who um, they also own uh, Muddy and uh, a few other brands. Oh, cool. So yeah, maybe you'll get Muddy now. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're curious <laughs> to see how that's going yeah, to work great, out. Everybody, yeah. that's kind of an up-in-the-air yeah. kind of thing right now. You but, know what uh, uh, tree stands I like a lot is uh, Millennium. Very, very comfortable. comfortable. I don't know what it is. They sent me a chair a few years ago, and everybody wants a chair. I'll never give it up. <laughs> yeah, right. And I got this chair. Like, they wanted to put them in here and stuff. I was yeah. like, no, it's not. I'm good. I'm going to hold on to it. But this is seriously the most comfortable chair. It was so comfortable that they Ron look, went out and bought it. He went out and bought it. He's like, nah, I'm yeah, buying it. He goes, can you get me? I goes, no. I go, dude, I they just sent me one of these things. Which actually sent me two, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to hide one and keep that one. one for I yourself, keep it right? yeah. I keep it in yeah, my house because right. I got to have it in case I need it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he uh, he went and bought it. He's like, no, I'm buying it. It's so good. But you know who copied? Well, it might not be a copy, but technically, it's Cabela's. They have one that's identical. The sling seat I'm sure that style. Yeah. Money might actually probably own it or make yeah. it for. Who knows? Yeah, but sure. one's very similar. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, but some of those products are great, man. You run into. Um, so you got Sika. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, Sika stuff. They're fantastic. I mean, we. Like I said, we we try to partner with who we believe is the best, and and I mean these guys, they're testing. We've had that. Sawyer on the pro, uh, Travis. Show too. Yeah, Travis I, I listened to that one. Yeah, I want Travis to sponsor the show. He's gonna do he it is eventually. A, he is a great because that stuff is amazing, man. Honestly, it we is. use that all the time. Like I can't imagine. Like we just did a photo shoot about what is that? Probably about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And and I everybody's like, well, what about the ticks and the bugs? You know, because Michigan's got a lot of ticks. Yep. I mean, you know, nowadays. Yep. And I was like, we got Sawyer. Yeah. He sent me a box of this stuff, deal. and we're shh, done. You know, everybody's no one's worried anymore. That's a legit game changer. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, I, I seen. I think you did a commercial for them or yeah. something a few years ago. Yep. But I thought I remember, and I might be wrong. But did you do something with the straw? We did. So we've done a water filtration commercial for them, and we have also done uh, the permethrin uh, okay. spray commercial for them, and we've done some other um, tips and tricks so this, videos too. This is. Um, for those listening who don't or they know the industry that well, this is stuff that normally happens in the industry. So uh, what happens is like a, a, a company like Sawyer will sponsor um, uh, DreamPoint, and then they will ask, can, you know, if we give you additional funds, can you do these commercials sure. for us? So then they don't have to go out and hire a separate company. Mm-hmm. So that happens a lot, actually. We get that a lot. The p- companies will come with us and they'll be like, hey, can you get this, this, and this for us as well? We need help with this mm-hmm. content. So that's actually very common. So and and uh, and it's very cool because it actually brings more to it. We did a right. couple uh, uh, dead down wind yeah, ones. Yeah, we did. Hey, I'm always for fun. Yeah. It is hilarious. And Brian's always <laughs> I, the goat. In yeah, each I one. did. A, you know what? Though I did a tree stand. I'm not going to say the name of the tree stand company, <laughs> but we did the tree stand. I thought oh. I, I thought I nailed it, man. I thought I did awesome, right? And he gets response from the company. Who's this guy? We wanted you, Dave. We didn't <laughs> yeah, want this yeah. guy. He did do a good job, but I don't we, know, yeah, sometimes, yeah, right? <laughs> sometimes in filming, and I think it's it's interesting because you don't sometimes you're just not paying attention to uh, different things, and there's been times where we haven't paid attention and uh, we had to delete videos. You know, I mean, not on purpose. We just didn't. We're like, oh crap, you know, the harness wasn't on right yeah, or something. Or like even right. like a backpack, right? Like you didn't fill it, like yep. stuff it to look like there's stuff in there. Yeah, and they're like, what? Come yeah. on, well, man, and that's like, you know. I mean, that's part that's of part the... Of learning, right? They want it to look like you're out there right. doing it, which we are normal hunters. See, that's the other thing. Companies who hire companies to do their stuff that aren't hunters is a big mistake because totally you can totally tell when Absolutely. people are not outdoorsmen. Yeah. Because everybody matches nowadays. I don't care what you say. You could be a, an old guy who doesn't care about it, <laughs> yeah. but you're still matching. You're you all still got to Mossy good. Oak, Realtree, Sitka, whatever it is. You're going to have the same pattern because you bought one outfit that you're wearing. It doesn't. It's silly when you see these guys. They have like different color boots with this shot, that time. Like that's a that's on the front cover of a catalog. <laughs> yeah, right. Like guys, you know, and it, it's it's eh, whatever. Anyway. Uh, uh, Yeti, Yeti's awesome, man. Yeti's Holy fantastic. Cow. I, I, you know, um, they had sent me the coffee cup, mm-hmm. and that thing is so cool. I don't know if you've everything is so it, it's it's functional. Yeah, they're very. Th- everything has a yes. Everything very has a good. reason. Uh, and some of their new products that are coming out this year, you've probably so seen. So what's up with this Quiet Cat? How's this thing roll, man? Have you have you played around with a Quiet Cat? I have not played the Quiet Cat. Okay, this needs to get on test lab. I need your help. To I can. Quiet we cat can. Out. We can do that. That is something um, that I think would what's be. What's a Quiet Cat? Quiet Cat is an electric bike that 
when you first think about it, you don't realize how, how practical really that is. But um, we are now hunting in areas that we probably wouldn't otherwise hunt in because it's so far off the road or off the trail or whatever. You know, the the, the, the first thing uh, that can blow a deer hunt is, is scent, right? If you're right. sweaty and you stink and you haul all your gear in, and we all have those early season days where it's, you know, I don't know, maybe 70, 75 degrees right, out. Sure. You know, it, it just heat up. So we've been using Quiet Cats now for the last couple of years, and it that's another game changer for us. I mean, totally silent, uh, totally scent free. Another thing we use them for is checking our trail cams. Huh. A lot of guys, I, I always get the question, what what happened? I had this deer here all summer, and I was getting him on my camera all summer, and then hunting season comes around and he disappeared. Well, how many times did you check your camera? Gotcha. Because you know you're probably <laughs> leaving one heck of a scent trail out there. So now we use our quiet cats, and we'll drive right up to the cameras right on the tree, swap the card out, and we're out of there. And, I mean, oh, that cool. kind of stuff makes a yeah. big, big difference. Big that, difference. That happened to me, actually. We were, we leased this property, and uh, it was um, north of here. It was probably like a Kingston area, the one by Meisner's house. And uh, it, was a, it was 300 acres, I think, or something. No, it was a lot. It was like 150, whatever. 150 acres across some uh sean's house which he always shoots nice bucks mm-hmm. you know and when i say nice bucks i mean like 120s 130s right in there and uh so here we me we get this lease did you hunt this property at all with us no so we get this lease i think it was just me and kevin i think but we got this lease so we put these cameras up first we throw the cameras up in like august or something first pictures we get no joke I'm not even exaggerating when i say this 140 to 160 <laughs> no joke like three or four of them all together like what? Like oh my god! This <laughs> is gonna be the season. <laughs> oh man! So <laughs> you guys didn't see any? Of no, <laughs> didn't see a single buck when we hunted there. And I don't. I think we did check that a lot, so it's probably why. But um, there was no way in there without having a quiet cat type thing that yeah. you could get away with getting in there because you have to go through. And that was a huge mistake. So this year, this past two years, we hunt out by you actually out okay. in the Hastings area. Okay. And we have 300 acres there we're hunting. And what's happened now is I the first year I hunted, like, in the woods, okay? And then after that, uh, I told Jamie, I was like, you know, we got to stay out. Like, I, I don't think I should be going in there, even during opening season. Right. Like, I don't think I should walk through those woods because we want them to chill in there. We right. don't want them to be pushed out all the time. Right. So he's like, all right, well, we'll try it. So this past year, we didn't hunt in the woods. We hunted this skirt, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, and then we saw, well, I shot and missed a 150, mm-hmm. you know, and he missed a 150, I missed it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> it's just like, seriously, amateur hour. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> amateur hour, dude. It, oh, no. it all happened so We've fast. We've all been there. It all We've happened all so there. fast. And right. I have my only day I forget my rangefinder. Like, seriously, with a crossbow, I'm like, this thing runs in front of me and stops. And I turn stand. And I like put it on there. I'm like, yeah, 50, you know, and I see, I thought I hit it in the heart, but yeah. it really came up two feet short oh, sure. and it ran across the field. I'm like, is it, is it going down? <laughs> is it going down? I was getting all excited. Like, come on, baby. And no. And then you check your nope. bolt and it's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, right? yeah. well, not even clean? that. He just stopped. I saw oh. him stop looking around. It's like, mm. I'm like, you, know, you I had gotta question. be kidding me. I had a question me. for you. Um, Cause I just recently lost the uh, privilege to haunt this one <laughs> property. Because they sold the the land, mm-hmm. do you have a hard time finding places to hunt or getting access? Um, do you lease land yeah. or how do you? Yeah, I mean we we I do it all. I I try to lease. I I have a lot of uh, buddies that are outfitters, um, public land. I mean you, you kind of have to do it all mm-hmm. if you want to be successful. And I mean there's there's some there's some good deer hunting ground, you know, uh, public ground. You right. just got to work hard for it and go a little deeper than everybody else. For sure. Um, but yeah, I I mean. I mean, I'm a, like I said, I'm an electrician. I yeah. offer free labor, and that's how it got me this piece for like about six years, and I never took it for granted. It's just yeah. they ended up selling it, and it was literally like five it's minutes so from frustrating. my house. It was so awesome. Not even that, though. Like, literally. But now he, I, I've been He offering. was lazy about it, right? This land, this is no joke. Oh, stop. He was lazy. 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 Yeah. I don't take it for granted. So finally, for some crazy reason, he got really excited about it last year. Well, I don't know what happened, what changed him, but he got all excited. Well, I got kids, like, and we're busy, man. Right. He's like... He's like, we gotta get out there and work. And the next thing I know, he's like, Can you come help me and say I'm gonna rent a brush hog? Trail, brush hog, so it, trail. Dude, I went back there. I'm not exaggerating. The grass was taller than my 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 foot my machine. It's I had a four door right? razor I mean, type yeah. thing, dude. I'm pushing grass down, going right. through, looking for the bridge because I don't want to fall in right. the river. I'm like, where's the bridge? <laughs> so I get through. He cuts everything by hand with this brush hog. 
and uh, he's, it's a walk behind from Home Depot, and he breaks the handle. But anyways, <laughs> he had to tape it with duct tape. So it's so annoying. But so anyway, we did the work, and we finally yeah. found we finally found the spot. The perfect. And here they came. I've got a lot. I got a lot of deer throughout the years, uh-huh. but we finally found the sweet spot. We always thought it was, and I found the tree. And then I lose the land the next year. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's ah. tough, man. 120 comes out in front of him. I got him. a nice deer. He shoots like a 110, year. which was a nice buck. But the 120 was a beautiful, it might have been a 130. It was a beautiful deer. Yeah. And I saw it on the trail camps. So I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, this thing's there back is. here. And then it was it was staying right there. It was only but going. But it was, it was one of these lots that you would, it's just a city it's urban. Buck. You would urban. never even. Some of the best places. You never even think. Yeah, you know? some of the best places. So I, I mean, I always, I've been putting it out there. <clears> hey, labor, I'm getting so close to getting, you know, yeah. for people that have property. If you need work around the house, anything you need, you know, I'm there. But it's just leases are tough. Leases are tough. With us, you know, obviously having the television show, you shoot a couple nice bucks off a lease. You know, it's gone. You know, next highest bidder is yeah. So I mean, I had a owned a farm in uh, in Illinois, and I owned it for I don't know five or six years. Killed some really good deer off there. Killed my biggest buck, uh, 183 inch buck on opening day down there, but. when I bought the piece, we didn't have too many hunters around us at all. I mean, I could walk the line fence, and, and you wouldn't see stands. And by five, six years into owning this thing, I have to credit the show, uh, the very last shed season, I counted 23 tree stands on my line fence. Wow. Around, I mean, people cow. had just seen that's, deer that's that bittersweet, we had. right? Like right. you yeah. want to be secretive and not really tell anybody, but then you at the same show, time, right? exactly. It's really hard for people. It, to exactly. Stop. The problem is you're always going to get ratted out because you're, you know, you're in the area. People are like, oh, who? Are, what do you do? And you're like, well, I got the show. Because right. it's like it's hard not to say you got the well, show. Well, you want to try to advertise. <laughs> well, yeah, it's unsafe. And hey, you know, you want to be, Once you want to be a though. steward for the land, and, right, and you sure. definitely want to get people into hunting, right? Because sure. I mean, yeah. the sad fact is numbers are are dropping, and yeah, so we try huge. to get as many people involved as hunting as possible, and and. You know, within that little community, a lot of people that we would see while we were there weren't hunters, and I encouraged them to become hunters. Yeah, and right. then, you know, it, it's not, hunters. I wouldn't say it, but right. it, it's right. good and bad, right? Yeah. So we just moved on. And we, yeah, we killed some good deer off that <laughs> So did farm, you end up, did you end up really selling that then? Or? We did, yeah, yeah. I sold it a couple of years ago, and um, I know the new owner keeps in touch with me, and, and he's oh, had some cool. great success. So Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's, and you know, I enjoy that. So I've I've also taken on our old Whitetail Properties. I think you guys probably know yeah, that. Yeah, I saw and, that, yeah. Um, you know, for me, exploring a new piece of ground is yeah, awesome. as fun as hunting itself. I mean, I love to see what I can find or grow, yeah. uh, how I can change the ground. So it's frustrating when you lose a piece of ground right. that you fall in love with, but at the same time, I like yeah. I So like is changing. that something like if someone buys a piece of property, they can call you and you can come out and assess the land and help I, them? We do that a lot for our clients. We definitely sit down and try to come up with a plan uh, for cool. them. Um, but, uh, you know, on the real estate side of things, a lot of people, a lot of people like to do it themselves. So we don't push it on them, but I've had a few clients that have asked me right. to come in and kind of, um, map out the plan, if right. you will, for the next yeah, couple of years. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Uh, Garmin, that's a nice watch you got. Yes, sir. Looks a little familiar. Yeah, right? There you go. <laughs> Incredible stuff, right? They sent me this watch and everybody wants this watch. It's so funny. They came in, they're like, what? they sent a watch? Like, why do you get it? I'm like, maybe because I made the call. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did send us the uh, zero. Yeah, what do you think of that? I haven't done the video yet. We're, I'm actually hoping to film on that maybe tomorrow. Um, the idea of it, I love. Uh-huh. So I just, I don't, I know they, they probably don't really care because in their mind, they make a product, they put it on the shelf. But I don't, is it legal, not legal? Where is it? You know what I mean? Like, how does that? So I discussed that with them because obviously we're going we're gonna to use that oh, this yeah. year too. I, I want to use it. That's it's, why I'm asking because I'm assuming it's fine in Michigan, but I would assume Montana it's not. There are, they have a, a map. Of, oh, okay, you know, they've cool. done the research. So oh, they'll so they send you the map. Now they'll also tell you this is how we interpret because it's not real yeah, clear. Yeah. You know, there's a well, lot of. New. And it's, it is just like new the Crossman Airbow. Like so what, what, hey, correct right. me if I'm wrong. What's the difference between if you click on a rangefinder or if it just. You're cl- still clicking. Right. See, There's a button on I the agree. handle. I agree. 100%. So it's the same thing, right? I but agree. It's, yeah. it's kind of how you interpret things. And I think, it's, uh, I think it is Montana that you can't use a lighted knock. Now, you read the rules and it says you can't use a light to assist in hunting. Is a lighted knock really assisting in your hunting? might assist in your recovery right. i don't think it assists in your hunting so it's all how you interpret that's that that's a good point but 
just to be on the safe side, we don't use lighted knocks in Montana. So, right. yeah. you know, those it's really hard to, to keep up on some of those oh, things, I especially agree. when they're new products it's like insane. this or when the lighted knocks came out. What but, about, um, I guess for I guess a good question for you would be, um, you know, with the show and everything, where I guess tell us where you've hunted. I don't even know oh, all the different geez. places. I know it's worldwide. Um, <laughs> yes, we've hunted. I mean, if you the, the broad uh, spectrum, I guess we've, we've hunted in uh, Canada a lot, uh, New Zealand, Scotland, um, we've got a trip to Africa planned next year. Um, we hunt in, geez, I don't know, probably seven or eight different states, 10, 10 or 12 different states a year. I mean, this oh. year, we uh, Alaska has been a great one for us. I love Alaska. Um, but we will whitetail hunt in Missouri, uh, Kansas, Iowa, wow, um, awesome. Texas. So how does this work? You, you go to Outfitters? Or you have friends? Or how do you a little guys bit of get both, this done? Honestly, um, there are definitely places that... When you do an Outfitter, let's talk about an Outfitter okay. for a minute. So when you do an Outfitter, that, like these kind, that mm-hmm. are probably a little higher-end Outfitters, and is be it... surprised. Is it? <laughs> I, I don't surprised. know. I, I don't know. I, I would assume it's, you know... But anyway, so you, you, you pay to go on the land, I assume, or maybe you have a deal if with If it's them? an Outfitter, I pay for everything. Okay, I don't... So uh, they feed you or no? Uh, most of them. I mean, we, yeah. there are some outfits that um, are semi-guided, right? So uh, sometimes you're even staying in a hotel, and um, we don't do many of these. In fact, I couldn't even tell you the last time we did, but I, I know a lot of guys that um, they're a little less expensive. So you've got an outfitter who might go play stands. Um, if it's a place like Ohio or Kansas where baiting's allowed, he might have a couple feeders going or something mm-hmm. like that, keep track over the yep. summer with, with trail cameras. And then you're kind of on your own for food and, and lodging, I guess. Um, and you can do those fairly inexpensively. But uh, usually the ones that we go through, we just want the guys who know what they're doing. I yeah. mean, I don't well, care if they're the feeding sure. me. You're I don't really. care if the you're lodge is nice. Safety, you know? too, if you don't know Absolutely. the area. You know what I mean? You don't want to just go into yeah. somewhere and you don't yeah. know what the... Well, I've been, the one I went to, that's why I asked, because I've only been to one. And the one I went to was in Ohio, and it was very... Um, very nice. Like, I mean, it, it was a nice lodge, yeah. and they fed us Amish food every night. The mm-hmm. Amish brought in the food, and it was phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. me and Ron did it, and it was like, and, I, and like, so she had this beautiful lodge. Then they have a, a guide that's in the lodge with you, and he had a laptop, and he would pull the trail cams every day when mm-hmm. they took you out. And I swear, like, 180s, yeah. 170s, like, huge bucks. And it was like a 140 or better rule. Mm-hmm. And I seen, we were there for a solid week during the rut, two different times and um i saw i i only ended up seeing during daylight like one monster buck mm-hmm. and it was real quick you know it wasn't even like so you guys hunted hard I mean, we hunted hard there. dude like i i never hunted that hard in my life like i was out there all day Ron sat all day and, yeah yeah i came in for one hour around noon i just couldn't do it i'm like right. i'm like dude you gotta it was snowing <laughs> you know it was cold i'm like I'm like, look, man, like, you got to, you know, so he was cool. I just texted him, like, hay, hey, come get me, you know, at 12. So he picked me up. What about Ron? Ron's like, no, I'm not coming out. I'm getting this deer, yeah. you know. And so for a solid week, this happened back and forth. And we didn't end up getting anything either time, but it was a great experience. Ohio's and I, a great state. To it was, I never yeah. hunted that hard yeah. in my life. Like, I, I like to hunt, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm not used to, like, really pushing it. Yeah. To get a deer, you know, like day, you know, oh, morning I know. light to dark. <laughs> I, I, only I know all once. about it. <laughs> it was like the second from last day, Ron's like, dude. You're going to hit the man up and stay out the whole day. I mean, you don't know what's going to come out. And I'm like, oh, God, really? It's mentally exhausting. It. <clears throat> it can be. But we saw tons of yeah. deer. I would see hundreds yeah. of deer. they go by, like, big, you know, 120s. they go by, like, all day. I'm, like, for trying to film them. But I'm also trying to get picked off, yeah. you know, so don't blow. Yeah. And uh, that was interesting. But I've never, you know, that was the experience. Now, when you say, you know, Alaska and Canada, what are you hunting in those two regions? So last year, I was in Alaska twice. I actually, uh, I was in Alaska in the spring for black bear. Um, and then I went back in the fall for brown bear. And uh, <laughs> That's what I was asking. That <laughs> was scary. That was something else. Dude, man. I don't know that if was, I could do that it. That was a lot of fun. Oh, Is yeah, you could. With a bow or rifle? With a bow. Yeah, with a bow. What? Yeah. Wow. yeah. So That'd be like how did this I'd be work? shooting 100-yard shots. <laughs> yeah, how far was the shot? Uh, I think I killed my brown bear at about 22, 23 yards. What? Yeah, how do you even get that close? Wow. Um, they don't charge you? You know, they're, as long as you're not surprising them, I mean, they're – most animals aren't that aggressive. I guess I shouldn't say that. Knock on wood, right? right but yeah. um, no, I mean, you just got to be smart, <clears throat> keep your wits about you. You can kind of read their body language uh, and try to get close. I mean, we, I, there was a couple times where I was within 
10, 12 yards of south. I guess I should think just, of, I guess I uh, think of, when I think of Grizzly Man, you're right. Because, like, a lot of times he was right by those bears. Before. They never really killed him at all until the very end. But Well, and, and honestly, we were there during the salmon run, and they're more interested in the fish and food yeah. and protein and all that good stuff. And they so have food. They're not starving. You, you just got to, you just don't want to stumble on a sow with cubs or, or yeah, any brown bear right. for that matter. So yeah, your so head's you head's on with a guide. Do you have to have a guide for that? We did. We it was a vessel-based hunt with Scott McLeod from Alaska Raven Guides, and I mean, it, it, he's also the same guy Black Bear hunted with when I was up there. And I mean, top notch. What's he carry? Like a twenty gauge, or I mean, not twenty. I'm sorry, he I'm had like a ten gauge or something. He no, he actually had. A, I think he had like a, a forty-five seventy or something like that. I'm not even sure what gun Is it like he a shot, carried. A rifle. Type it was a rifle. It was a it was a rifle. Um, but at no point was I ever real nervous or scared yeah. or anything like mm-hmm. that i mean you you know what you're getting into when you're right. there and you just you don't go in places you shouldn't go <laughs> like in. you said yeah, yeah. yeah keep your yeah wits yeah you just keep them have you, you know, guys seen that video of the guy in the boat and the brown bear charges the water they're on the river <laughs> I shoots seen. a shotgun in the ground or something <laughs> yes that yes. was crazy yes they're You've seen it. dude it's those are the videos you don't want to watch before you go yeah, brown bear hunting the guy's on a boat and the guy's they're boating i don't know why he's got a gun i think our hunter's going into a spot or something in the river and they're like Something's like I don't know how it all went down, but next thing you know, they're like, "Do you oh, hear something?" And this brown bear yeah. comes lunging into the river right at him. This yeah. grizzly at full steam, and the guy's like, <laughs> "He doesn't shoot it though." I think on purpose he missed, right, but right. he shot like below or up, and he turned and ran away. But man, it was like I mean, it was common. Right. It was fast. like the part is it not departed? What's that movie? But like, oh, like oh, DiCaprio, uh, yeah, I know where he exactly gets mauled by the about. bear. It's all CGI, I'm sure, but yeah. it was crazy. That's a good movie. Yeah, it was. I so think what, what are other type of different things have you hunted? Like red stag would be on my list. Elk Done would be that. on my list. I've, elk's my favorite. That would elk's, be awesome. But, I mean, if, be exciting. I, Colorado, the second right? most common question I get is if you could only hunt one thing, what would it be? And that is the easiest question to answer. It's elk for sure during that'd the rut. Be, that'd be a dream hunt. Uh, but uh, just, how do you prepare for that hunt? Because I thought you have to like really be able to climb. And... <laughs> okay, so my take on this whole thing in, in – it's kind of become a fad with this train to hunt thing. And, and there's guys that do it and, and oh, more yeah, power sure. to them. I think it's great. But for me, instead of spending three hours in the gym a day, I'd rather spend a couple hours shooting, honing my craft and, mm-hmm. and working on hunting yeah. more than being Hercules in the mountains. I, I don't really feel like I need to be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger when I'm up there. So Definitely got to be in good shape. Yeah, I'm not runs. Well, I, I mean, think I'm more conditioned. I definitely condition, yeah, and, and I do. I'm just like you know, treadmill no, running, for sure. walking yeah, a yeah. lot. Because I mean, I went to I was in Hawaii, and I went down to the water to get to this special place. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like amazing snorkeling, and I, I, going down was great. You know, but coming back up. Well, and here's the thing: from Dude. Michigan, guys like us, there's really no way to prepare for that. I mean, I've done the training mask thing, and, yeah. and that does help. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just going to take a couple of days to acclimate to that kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, right. being in good shape is definitely a Dude, must. You absolutely brutal. have to do it. I know. Uh, I had a customer that did uh, Elkhorn, but he went on horseback. You know, like yeah, he, and he got bucked off. There was like, <laughs> <laughs> he, like he broke his leg. He had oh a, my god, it's horrible. But he went back the next year. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. But he, it was horseback yeah. hunts are special. I met those some guys at work that. The guy goes, they go state land elk hunting every year in, in in Colorado. I don't know the rules or how it works, but he told me he's like it's like this much money, and they go on state land. Well, they just you, do you it guys, on their own. you know, an area in South Dakota, right? Where <clears throat> you can go on public land to go. Um, I don't know about South Dakota. Um, Black oh, Hills? No, not not Whitetail, but it's mule deer. Oh, mule deer. Right? Yeah. Mule oh yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> with well, the bow, Kevin, you saw the video. Kevin got close. <laughs> they got within sixty, but the thing picked them off at sixty so fast. Now, if it was like Ron, you've done mule deer, yeah. Have you yeah. done with a bow? Mule deer, yeah. I've how killed do you, a couple. How do you do it bow. though? What's the what's the a lot of game? spot and stock. In fact, my favorite place in the world to hunt big muleys is Eastern Colorado. And when you arrive in Eastern Colorado and you look out your truck window, it's a cloud of marijuana. You, you, well, besides that, <laughs> it is just the flat. It's grass. There's no. Oh my you, god! You're looking and you're going, how in the world am I? First of all, are there even mule deer here? Yeah. You start right. driving around and glassing, and they just appear out of nowhere. And you get a little bit of you know undulation in the in the topography and stuff like that. I mean, you can find some ditches and some things to to sneak around, but I mean, you're just on your hands and knees. Wow. You, you're getting some grass, you know, that's yay tall, and, and and just sneak around. And it is the funnest thing in the sure, world to do, cool. man. It is. So that's it all is like really state cool. land that you can find. There's a little bit of both. Um, it really. 
Because that would be hard to see one out, and then you're out. Exactly, and that's what you have to be careful about, and that does happen. I mean, we we were after a couple of real nice muleys and just had to hold up because they crossed the fence. You know, it's just part of the game. Yeah, that's – it's actually – I don't usually do a lot of that stuff, but, like, um, uh, this past year, Brian talked to me and Jamie in a spot and stalking this buck. And I tell you what, that was one of the funnest things yeah. I've ever done. Like, and I and I'm so happy we didn't get it, but I'm we we oh. almost did. Like literally, he but was first off. You're on your chest. You're crawling. We we belly crawl. We yeah. ran. So that's what we did. We had two crossbows. It was during we the ran. rut though, too. So he was locked on a doe. He was on a bed okay. on a doe. Yeah, on a he was like on a driveway. Dude, dude was nuts. So I'm <laughs> running. He's he's well, four or five hundred yards from us. So it was on a. He, yeah, runway, but whatever. I don't want to say runway. It sounds weird. <laughs> Four or 500 yards from us, and we see him out there glassing them from the hangar where we're staying. We're uh-huh. like, dude, and this is the land we're hunting. We're like, what do we do? And, and so uh, Brian talks to us, and he's like, guys, you got to do something. Can't just, you can't just leave it out there. It's there. You're going to wait for it later. What are you talking they about? They wouldn't listen to me when I said I wanted right. to go around. <laughs> yeah. but, so that was, that was another big mistake. Yeah. So but. we start off on the run. We're like, oh, we're running, jogging. Getting because he's not, he's he's like bedded below the runway, like uh, there's an embankment. Sure, he, we saw him go down, he's in there, like a ditch, a ditch, yeah. yeah. And but he's in there because he keeps popping up, walking, and then laying down. So, like, get about 200 yards out, and we're like, hit the ground. We he stands up, we hit the ground, we're on our bellies, we start crawling, and all of a sudden, I'm like, God, my neck hurts. This is like getting a little intense, right? you know. But then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, I don't see anything because. <laughs> It's like grass. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't see. And I'm far back. What and do you I'm see? like, it looks like they're like within five right yards. Right on top of, of them. Right? And I'm like, yeah. why aren't they shooting, you know? All right. So, anyway, so we missed that deer, but it was a good experience. It was, I, it was get fun. me on my feet. I, I mean, I love to hunt it's, out of a tree stand, out of a blind, well, well, but get yeah, me on my feet. And it's, sure. it's interesting the difference in, in, in when you're running like that. Mm-hmm. And um, spot and stalking and, and not spot and stalking. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Like, you, and you get to, like, pl- go to your bag of tricks, right? You get to open your – like, if you're on your knees and you're like you – like, there's been times where I spot and stalk trails. I'll just be like, you know what? On state land, on, uh, a lot of times we go, I'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to walk the trail slow. Mm-hmm. Just walk slow. So then I grab – I get on my knees, grab my backpack out, start going through, okay, grab my grunt, grab this, I'm going to mm-hmm. take this, and, you know, maybe some spray or something, right? And I throw my bag on. I just walk real slow. And then if I see a deer far out, I can jog up, mm-hmm. you know, but never been successful. Two completely <laughs> different mindsets. Right. I mean, between stand hunting and spot and stalking. For sure. But that's yeah. one of those things nowadays, I think, I feel like ever since the dawn of the crossbow, that could change a lot of things, yeah. spot and stalk, especially if it's legal. Because see, sure. we, get all, we get all excited like the first week of October, right? We go out there. And, and I used to, um, when I worked when I was younger, this older gentleman used to tell me, you guys are wasting your time. Why are you going out now? Wait till late October, early November. I'm like, ah, he doesn't know what he's talking about, man. We, we're getting out there. We're seeing deer on right. state land, right? And he's totally right, right? Like the best weekend, especially yeah. having families right. where you should take yeah. your time. Yeah. Is if you have us. to pick and choose. Exactly. Right. It really should be late October, early yeah. November. Yeah, we've always but, done that. But the problem is it became tradition do. and it yeah. became exactly. fun. It was more camaraderie. How like, can you not go that, out on opening But like day, that yeah. buck, yeah. like he was Excitement. locked on that dole. And there was two other bucks that kept yeah. coming in and trying to – they kept distracting him. So it was perfect. Like they, he had no idea they were there at all. I don't know what the feeling is, but I, I, I kind of, for those who don't hunt that might be thinking of hunting, is I kind of, I guess I could say it's like a positive anxiety, mm-hmm. like when it's like just around the corner. Like if you know, like opening day is like, you know, two days out, you're just like so ecstatic. It's almost like, I guess, if you're a sports fan and, and going to a baseball game or Tigers opening or whatever state you're in, uh, Tigers opening game or soccer game or football or whatever it is, or, you know, I don't know. Or, well, you work so hard for it all year, right? Sure. You're, you're shooting your bow or or maybe even yep. training to get in shape or doing whatever. Or scouting. scouting right? yeah. yeah, or even just knocking on doors trying to find ground to hunt. Right. I mean, it consumes you if you're a hunter yeah. like we are. Like and then you finally have that. I'm, I'm going to stay away These from that. These kids, I I, they're going to get it. Nobody's I can't keep losing. I know. I don't have time for it. That's the thing. It's killing me. But it's – anyway. But yeah, it's so exciting. I love, I love nothing more than that exact moment where you, you're at your car or wherever you're at, yeah. and you grab your bow and you start that walk out to the first it. hunt. That mm-hmm. is so exciting. It you is. know what's kind of crazy for me though is um, everywhere I've hunted, it's always been like the below the line of like. So there's been no bear, right? right. So me to go out in the morning and, and 
uh, go out there and there'd be like beer in the area. <laughs> I, I've never experienced it, or especially Alaska. I mean, I'd be holding on to that guide, and <laughs> I'd be. It's just funny, you know, how it's so different. You're you're probably like whatever. Come on, put well, the, you don't you, need a flashlight. I guess the, the first time you, you don't care, don't think about it, it's probably going to be your first mistake. So I mean, it's always in the back of your mind if you're in bear country or, or mountain lion country or anything like that. But um, I mean, the reality of it is they're built to survive and, right. and they generally want to run away for sure they're yeah. not you know i mean you catch them at the wrong time they can be confrontational but nine times yeah. out of ten as long as you're cognizant of what's going on you don't really have a whole lot to so what about. are some of the other type of things you've hunted besides uh elk mule deer um i haven't hunted mountain goat and it's it's starting to really intrigue me that's something i definitely want to do but um I, i've hunted caribou moose um uh Obviously, muleys, whitetails. Uh, I've killed a wolf with a bow. Wow. Um, wow. How the heck did you get close enough? Bear hunting. And oh, it just, man. luck of the draw. I mean, Dang. just had him run by and, and flung one out there and, and got lucky. So, with that being said, um, I didn't see what broadhead you're using. I'm using Magnus, oh, Magnus. this year. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Is that a um, solid head? It's fixed. It, it's a fixed blade. Um, and, you know, we kind of got away. I, I shouldn't say we because we technically haven't but i got away from fixed blades just to keep things simple it's one less thing that i've got and there's some there's yeah. some darn good fix or uh mechanical mechanicals right yeah very good mechanical which one heads are you out using there. any specific one here yeah black hornet, oh, black hornet. Um, that's cool yep it is it's so you know when i decided that i was going to start shooting a, a fixed blade head and uh over this the spring actually tested a ton of them and this thing is flat out incredible now mm -hmm. besides it being you know, what it is, and, and super deadly, super accurate, built like a tank. They're made in the USA, like that. And something Magnus does that, I correct me if I'm wrong, not too many other uh, manufacturers will do, this has a blade lifetime guarantee. Yeah, I've seen wow. that right there. Yeah. At, for any reason, and these things are a blast. Well, is it, like ones, if it gets yeah. dull? There is no... the Grand Slam? I, well, no. I'm um, surprised by that I, one, actually. Well, turkey hunting actually was, was a fairly new thing for me. Interesting. I didn't know that. Six, seven years ago is when I really first started getting into turkey hunting. I mean, I love being it that you travel the, so much With the bullheads. But how, how much are you traveling a year? Like, a lot. For this? I'm on the road. I mean, from, from August through December, I'm pretty much a ghost. I mean, I come back. I've got two little kids. Wow. I, I come back when I can. Yeah. Uh, weekends to see them, uh, but so do you I'm only on the do road. the show, or do you have another job, or how does it work? It's, Whitetail Properties is a is a big uh, big part of my life. Uh, obviously, Dreampoint is, but I also own a construction company, and the construction company that I I started back in 2000 has kind of afforded me the ability to nice. do this. Oh, yeah, so if it wasn't owner. for yeah, that, yeah. you know, <laughs> you can't really. I mean, it's yeah. a hard thing to do. Yeah, so. speaking of that, we, we we made some comments earlier. We talked before we started talking on the show. But, um, you know, um, you you brought up that a lot of people ask you, you know, what's how do you get in the industry or what do you recommend? So I guess let's let's hear that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a tough one, and I get that a lot. You know, <laughs> Since it, you get it, we might as well uh, hash it out. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I wish there was a manual. It would have made my earlier days a lot easier. But really, there isn't. There's, there's really not anything you can do to jump into this industry unless – you want to jump in as a cameraman, you know, and mm -hmm. if that's the case, that's pretty simple. Build your portfolio, yep. just reach out there as far as you can. Uh, obviously good mechanics have good tools, right? So get the best yeah. equipment you can afford and start putting your resume together. If you want to host a television show, I couldn't tell you <laughs> the yeah. first way. I mean, it's, it's literally for me, it just fell in my lap. I, uh, I never expected to do this. I mean, as a kid, you always dream about it, right? right it's like shooting sure. hoops in the in, in the driveway, right? You you thinking right. maybe someday, you know, three, two, one, professional basketball player. But, um, you know, I I, I loved photography. I love uh, filming things, and I just started throwing things together and and slapping them on YouTube of all things. And next thing you know, I have some manufacturers saying, "Hey, these are pretty cool videos. Would you shoot our yep. broadhead? Would you shoot our arrows?" And all of a sudden, it all started to click. And it just really snowballed from there. I mean, that's that's really how I got started. But I would tell people, if you are going to attempt this industry, uh, get ready to be told no, uh, you know, oh, nine times sure. out of ten, you know, and, and just move on. Take someone's criticism constructively and yeah. better yourself. Um, it's going to cost a lot of money to get started. For sure. Uh, and, and do something different. Be different because... 
There's a lot of people out there with cameras right now in tree stands. Yeah. So oh, you got to sure. do something different and yeah. uh, and just be dedicated. I know a lot of guys who they'll buy the gear, they'll get ready, and, and they'll be pretty darn good at it. And then in the moment of truth, they see the biggest buck of their life, can't get the camera on it, and they shoot it anyway. Yeah. If you're going to film, you are got to film. And if you're one in, you're in. Well, and I told this you. This is my issue. This is why we stopped doing <laughs> it. <laughs> well, it's right. difficult, Because the guys right? weren't getting the footage because they're like, well, I had to shoot it. It was in front of me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but you got to get right. it in frame. Well, and, you know, so that's why I was like, you know, this is too Because we did a lot of, we don't really have, we're limited on time. Yeah. You know, everyone's, yeah. we've got jobs and kids Absolutely. and stuff. Yep. So we do a lot of solo filming. Sure. You know what I mean? It's very so, stressful. It is so very difficult. when you got someone with you, obviously it's different. Like I've, I've filmed for him a few times mm-hmm. and it's actually almost oh, just yeah. as fun as fun. shooting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's really cool, man, it, when you're about really to shoot is. and you got it in, but, you know, we only get a certain amount of times we can go, so it's like, ah, I'll just bring my camera. Yeah. I'll bring, you know, yeah. a GoPro or... Well, you, you have GoPros to. or so, something that's wide angles. Yeah. And you can well, like I told you earlier, it, you have to love filming and, and, yeah. and the production side of things more than hunting if you really want to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, if that really is your passion, and, and hunting might be close, yeah. you know, it might be very close, but it, it almost has to be I, second, a second love to, to filming to really be good at I it. I feel like, I think, I think we've actually, in, in this space, have done a, a good job because we don't really have to film our hunts anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't right. want to film my hunts anymore. Right. I, I'm honestly getting to that point where I, I don't really want to take a camera anymore. Yeah. Like a GoPro's fine, whatever, no big deal. But I don't want I, I it, the solo filming is so hard. I hate the idea of the risk yeah. of touching that camera when there's a deer around me because you know how good they are. Absolutely. When, they, when they're on, they're on. Sometimes you could like you could dance and they don't do anything. But other deer are like, boom, what's yeah. that sound? I heard a sound like a finger rubbing across plastic. Yeah. Whew, you yeah. know. Yep. And I hate that idea that I have to focus or move a camera when I just want to take that clean shot. And sure. so because it is, right? You want to sure. focus on the shot, but then you got this other stuff going in your mind. It's, it's, and hunting's like, hard enough as it is, right? right? Like yeah. we've bow hunting bow in particular, hunting, right. yeah. You so know, we're trying to pull away on. from that. We're, yeah. we're more like, hey, you know what? Shoot the deer, and then we'll do aftermath pictures. We could do some mm-hmm. little quick. I mean, thirty second clip. I mean, if you get the GoPro shot, great. But we're not filming sure. for a TV show. Sure. We're not yeah. filling time on a national television show. That's a oh, big deal. Right. So huge. I, right. you know, that's why it's important for you to have a camera, man. It's Absolutely. important to be filming it at the best of everything. But if you have a camera, man, that's going to help because oh, without question. Does he tell you if he's not on it? Yeah, Is I can't tell you. My my trophy room would look a lot better if I wasn't being filmed oh, all the time. Sure. I mean, in in that's part of being. You're either you're either going to do it 100 percent or you're right. not. There's no in between. So I can't tell you how many animals I've passed up imagine. because it just didn't work. I mean. It, Zach is one heck of a cameraman. But I mean, I'll give him all the credit in the world. See it That's the thing. I've done that. He can't get on it every time. Yeah. You know, and he's doing his best. In front. It's right. way, way more pressure on him than me, you know, yeah. honestly. What kind of lens are you guys running on those FS5 oh, in the field? Boy, we're, we're changing them up quite a bit. We've is got, it a Sony glass? or is it? We a, use Sony glass on the uh, on the FS5. Um, we use all of, you know, L-series Canon glass for, for the our picture uh, stuff. Yeah, SLRs yeah, cool. and stuff like that. But That's one of the things... Uh, I think one of my friends in the industry told me that he, he got a he got a lens um, for Sony. It's a twenty four to two twenty or something. Okay, it's like a great per, huge yeah, range yeah. where you could bring it in. But I found I still need like a sixteen in a tree stand because you're so close Absolutely. to each other. You need something very wide in, in order to get the right thing of the guy pulling the bow. Like, and yeah. that's the other issues. You almost got to run two or three cameras because yeah. you want to get the guy drawing the bow. You want to get We the try process. not to do as many retakes, right? Like, exactly. like we want it to be real. So, you know, we do have, do you guys ever use the Garmin going. cameras? We haven't yet. And that's oh, something, I'm you know, surprised. Garmin, Garmin's a new partner for us this year. So, oh, okay. uh, that is something that, uh, they we sent might me one introduce. of those, the Verb cool. 360. I, I haven't played They're with it yet. Cool. I, I'm really excited about it. I, I wanted to, uh, Go shoot my bow and just put it out so people can yeah. like do a 360, see where see me shoot, then turn it and see where I hit. You know, yeah. I think that'd be kind of neat. Oh, for sure. Just to play around with it, just quick clips. And mm-hmm. uh, th- that camera, I'm really interested in it. I've yeah. seen a lot from, uh, I don't know if you know Josh Moe. He no, works with Garmin. And he, uh, he sp- always puts videos out online. I'm like, dang, this is sick. You know, I'm like, it's cool stuff. And he's yeah. like snowboarding. Yeah. And it's too, I'm like, this is incredible because then you can like flip around while he's going. You can look behind it's him, insane. You can look that around. It is. Wow. I'm like, dang. And it, you know, if you don't know how to use it on a computer, it's actually really easy. You just take your mouse and click the screen. You can move around. Mm-hmm. So it's very exciting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, let's talk a little bit about your, the, um, your setup. So your bow and stuff like that. So, sure. Tell us about your setup. Definitely running. I mean, Matthews, we've been with Matthews now for a long, long time. Um, we are going to try the new the Garmin Zero site this year, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, Vapor Trail has been a partner of ours geez, from the beginning. I mean, those guys have been fantastic. In fact, I was using Vapor Trail long before I ever started filming. 
Um, so we run their strings. We run their Pro V, which they have. There oh, it is, okay, right there. One, yeah, the new yeah, Gen yeah, yeah. Seven. It's nice, uh, very, very colors. cool. Very cool. And their strings are. Uh, I mean, we think they're. The Why best. is it not you? The best. Yeah. What is this? I don't know. We need to talk Come to on, them, don't Faber. we? Gus is on there. <laughs> Kurt Come Wells. On. What in the heck is that? Tim's brother? I think that's because they put me on their box, so they have to ah. put everybody else. Oh, on there, there on it is. The website. I saw it there. <laughs> Go by. But uh, yeah, so. Um, it, Magnus Broadheads, um, and uh, what am I missing here? I, um, well, you got the sub one when you're doing the uh, crossbow, which is exciting. That's, that's a heck of a sick. crossbow. Oh, Charma, huh? Was yeah, Charma. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, are nice chairs. Yeah, they are. They're incredible. Um, I talked to Charma one time. I tried to talk him into putting those chairs around here. Yeah, they're sweet. <laughs> they almost did it. They were close. I was like, dude, those would be sweet at this table. Like, put all all Charma chairs. Yeah, kind there's of not there's not a better that's a field cool chair, chair man. on the market. That thing is. I don't know if it'd be comfortable enough for the show though. See, and, and that, well, <laughs> they'll tell you a long time. that their chairs are are built for at the ready. They're oh, not, like you know, a lo- like a like a Yeti Hondo. Yeah, you know, right. that's kind of a lounger, comfy chair. This thing is built to hunt out of, and it is looks uh, very portable. It's portable. It's yeah, silent. Cool. It's uh, it's comfortable. You know, enough. You're not on here for something that's. You're uh, not on here. Hey, we these got some guys, work to do. <laughs> these guys are brand new for us. In fact, <laughs> we just started working with them about two weeks ago. Hunter safety systems. So, um, that's some good stuff right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've um, been. We've been fortunate to to partner with. Uh, That's not you. <laughs> with, <laughs> hey, easy, easy. I'm gonna let you get on know, about right? this, right? Heck, I'm gonna give him so much crap. <laughs> like, dude, where's my boy? Why ain't he on? Have you used their hanger harness? Uh, which one? I got this one. They have that one there. a hanger harness right here, just for oh. hanging your tree stands. Oh, that's with smart. your pockets. You put oh. your saws. You oh, put your pegs. Wow. You put everything cool. in there. And then it's got the uh, the oh, lineman. Don't you have that one? You have something like that, don't you? Yeah, but my, you know, mine's uh, I think past the expiration date. <laughs> uh, a little cheap on getting it replaced, but yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I love that harness. Yeah, they they make good stuff, Life and they're lifelines. Yeah, lifelines. Stuff, I won't uh, I won't hunt in a tree without a lifeline. Ozonics keeping your scent off. They yeah. were on the show a couple of months ago, but a month ago. Yeah, that that's incredible fun. stuff there too. Uh, oh, juicy. Yeti sent me some new backpack they got now. Yeah. It's wild. It's cool. It's, it's basically like a soft side. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was a cooler, but yeah. no, it's like an actual. You can use it for hunting or whatever the heck you want. Yeah, it's, I was like, whoa. They've got all oh. kinds of. They've got three or four new products this year. So what Matthews special. bows have you shot? So oh, obviously man. the Triax. Well, yeah, the How Tri-X. long have you been with Matthews? I've been with Matthews now for probably I'm going to say five years. Wow. Okay. I, I remember Going when you moved over to them. Yeah. I was like, man, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they've been they've so been incredible. What was the first bow with them? Would Boy, have been the first that, bow would is have been pr- the solo the um no cam? Nope. Uh, before pr- that probably, huh? Yeah, this the no cam was the second bow uh that we oh, shot with them. Before that no cam. I can picture it. Z7? No, it, there was one in between there and I feel horrible monster? that I can't remember uh, it right no, now. Monst- I did have a I did have a awesome. I had a monster they safari great, that was incredible. Great job. No, I had a quick question for you. Um we went to the I went to ATA show one time and one of the times David and I were walking through and we uh, ran into Tom Miranda. Yeah. Huge fan, man. Yeah. We, he sat and talked to us for like 25 minutes. And the question I asked him, and I'll ask you the same, yeah. is uh, because when we first got into, you know, with Bowhunter Planet and he'd set me up with a different bow every year. Yeah. And it sounded all great, you know, sitting around the fire back in the day. But I had the hardest time because, giving you know, up. you get a relationship with this giving bow, up right? A bow. yeah. Yeah, and you, you know what I mean? You're so used to it. You, you just pick it up, shoot it a few times, right. you're ready to go. I, I, I used to, I went from dead accurate to like missing deer all the time, right? <laughs> so I asked him, I'm like, how do you do it and how you know? Because he even said he had one of the Matthews that he had that he he just didn't want to give up, but yeah. he had to that yeah. year. Did you have a hard time getting sighted in, getting comfortable? I, you know, um, I don't. It's rare that I have a hard time getting comfortable with a I mean, product Ma- like that. Right. I mean, it's 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 always a heck of a product. I, mean, I was there's... shooting Matthews after Matthews after Matthews. I was you know we right. talk about what else I, I <laughs> but. I mean, when you when you have a, a product like that was that was a fun bow to shoot too. Yeah, it's the helium. Yeah, and the bow. Creed. The Creed is the one I'm thinking of. Creed. It was the Creed. I forgot I, about the Creed. So yeah. it was the helium Creed. Yeah, and then I think I went no, no cam, cam, and then I believe it would have been the the Halon and the Halon 32. Yeah, two of those. And now, yeah. uh, and now this uh, now the Triax, which is so uh, you an amazing pretty much bow. got your same setup. But you get it going. And yeah. So you know, you know it, it takes a while to fine tune and there's definitely been bows that fit me better than other bows i mean i think anybody would be crazy to 
you know, say that that doesn't happen. I mean, there's just certain bows that fit you better. Right. So you, you do. You might shoot it a little bit better. But um, all in all, with the partners we have and the products we're using, we can we can tune into you know a new bow or a new that's cool gear set or kit. How do you feel quickly. about a guy? Um, how do you feel about a guy that uh, missed like three deer without putting a kisser button on? So I always swear <laughs> I'll never. How do you feel about a kisser button? Do you use it? I, I don't use one. Kristen no. does. I I love that thing. I, I, I and I've missed some of the biggest deer because I didn't oh have it. My. Because I don't, I don't anchor right, button. and I kind of was you know. And then that kisser button puts you. You don't have to think. It's hey, look, it's it's you our job. One, right? Yeah, See, I love that day. It's our job as a hunter to make sure we're our right. due diligence to make sure, sure. we're, we're yeah, shooting I mean, our best. So whatever you need to do, whatever you need to do. For me, it's so like I guess for me, it's a no brainer. Like when I pull back the bow, I always go to the same position, no matter it's how just, my you know, body is. That that's extra, me. It's I get that extra it. Thought and but like, oh, you're, you're, right? you're putting. But the thing is, you, you, what you think in your mind is putting something in your corner mouth. I actually use a string off my nose, touching your nose. So I know I'm in the same position every time. Okay, and I can see clear. And I mean, it just works. I don't, I don't know why, but I've. And depending on where somebody's anchor point is, it doesn't matter if you need the kiss. I was curious. You were asking the guy. I just remember I put it there and it ripped my my skin a little bit one time and it creeped me out. And ever ever since I never used it again and I've been fine. So yeah, I think I don't miss deer. Yeah, I've missed like three deer. I never, dude. When we were growing up, I never missed a deer. He used to miss everything. I did, and now it's like it's like switch switched. I'll, 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 I'll say it today and i said it a long time ago i um i we I, practice we practice all the time he's hitting times hey but if you're not pre- missing deer you're not hunting but we enough, were hitting that dude, he was knocking dimes so, down I but it was just the pressure yards, it was the dude. pressure the of fever was different buck yeah fever. And it wasn't even it was like a spike and i was still right we're hunting out. state land to see a deer a weekend um, i had a bow for a long time it was a diamond raptor mm-hmm. this is way before Bowtech bought diamond and all that stuff and uh it was the jumpiest bow and i shot in it every time you shoot it would like pop up, and I thought I was like I went to Gander Mountain, bought this bow. I thought it was the stuff. I'm like, right. oh man, yeah, here we go. I'm gonna kill. T-. I missed five deer in a row with this bow or something like that. And I'm like, what is going on? I just thought it was me, right. you know. And I went to Bass Pro and I bought a new setup, and it was just some. It was like a PSE or something. And uh, first deer I saw, I smoked it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Well, and then you have confidence with your it. equipment. And I, honestly, right. I and think I've when killed. you have confidence with your equipment, you are. You are oh, deadly. for sure. I mean, if you know that arrow is going to go yeah. where you want I mean, it to go. I've got a certain broadhead yeah. I've always used that I But love. it's amazing yeah. the difference oh. in technology at that point going forward. I have shot probably two deer a year for the past since I started BHP with different bows every single mm-hmm. time. And I've shot, I probably, I probably shot the bow. most year of the most bows out right. of anybody in history. Yeah, you'll shoot one <laughs> with serious. one, then you'll switch I stop. Yeah. and go to Yeah, I'll, I'll right. do one with the Bowtech, switch to a Matthews, go from a Matthews to a PSE, from PSE to a Darton. Like, I just go across the board because I, my thought was, I okay, I accomplished what I wanted. I, I yeah. slayed a deer with this bow. I know it can do it. Yeah, right. Now, what, who, let's see the let's next see what bow, this one right? Let's see yeah. what an elite can do, or let's see sure. whatever. You know, it's fun. It's, it's It makes it a little bit, plus, to be honest, I'm trying to build this, like, a picture wall with all these yeah. different bows, so I can be like, boom. That's cool, man. It, that, <laughs> what you guys have going on is Who's pretty, done this? pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, getting Guinness. to play with all the new gear and that's cool. In Ten that's years, thirty bows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we used to. Um, I mean, we used to have a hunt camp back in the day. Like his dad and his brother used to go with us, and we just a little small mm-hmm. group, you know. And then everyone disappeared, and it was just David and I around a fire. And one day he's like, "Hey, man, you know, wouldn't it be cool if companies just gave you products to test?" Like yeah, David, that'd be really cool if they <laughs> right? did that. Yeah. Next, you know, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna start a, we- a website." I'm like, "We are." And oh, look what okay. it's become. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. It yeah, is but crazy. that's what you said earlier. You know, you got to be bold and you got to come up with it's ideas. Always, always call, call me with different ideas. But hey, let's you know do what? This. The, the comment you made yeah. about being ready to be told no. I've been told no ten times out of ten. You know, yeah. like yeah, oh, absolutely. So many times, I'll never forget it. And there's only two companies that ever gave me a chance. It was Luminoc and Darton, and those two were the first companies to say, "You know what?" We'll try it out. Yeah. We'll we'll do this with you and da 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 and da da da. But what I did is, I think what you know, I would tell people myself is just that you know you got to follow through. You know, if you say you're going to do something, yep. you better dang well do it because you just you'll ruin your reputation across the industry. It's a small industry. Don't right. fight with anybody. It's a lot smaller That's than what people think. The other thing I would always yeah. say: don't argue with people. Just say you know we agree to disagree, and this is why. Yeah. And I just had this issue the other day. I'll tell you offline. <laughs> and uh, you know, and and just you know, those are the things I would say. But you know, you got to be true to yourself and yeah. do what you want to do, and don't worry about free products or money, and, and you can't do that if can't you're gonna do money. it can't you just money. do it because yeah. you want to do it and if something great comes to that later that's amazing but like there'll be people ask me like oh i want to start a podcast and about hunting i'm like great do yeah. it because i want more people to hear podcasts sure. or get chances to learn hunting but at the same time don't expect all these brands to come to on and sponsor yeah. you in a second i mean right. you've been doing this for you years have to earn it. yeah you, know? you have and to you earn paid it. Yep. thousands of dollars mm-hmm. your own money to do this absolutely you know? 
And that's the thing. Like we bought all this equipment and all this stuff, right? It, 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 nothing, it, nothing's free, you know. Oh, and yeah, even when they give you a bow sure. and they give you something, that you owe them something. There's and deliverables. There's, there's a always deliverable. a yes, always. There's, there's no free lunch, right? No, there's no free <laughs> lunch. Right. And that's the thing. It's fun, but at the same time, like we said earlier, I got two bows sitting out here. I have to do videos on. I have to take time out of my time to come here and talk about these bows, shoot them, learn them, understand them, you know. And that's hours of work. Mm-hmm. It's not a simple, you know, mm-hmm. task. But it's fun. Don't get me right. wrong. It's a cool right. job, but it's it's not my real job. You right. know what I mean? It's a no, spare job. So therefore, uh, to get a new triax that comes to mail is pretty bad bones. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie. And uh, especially when you know, I always told him is the weirdest thing for me when we got Matthews to take part in Tesla uh-huh. and Hoyt. Because those were like some of the older ones that oh, have yeah. always been well, strong we companies. Right. You know? and, yeah. and who would have ever thought that Matthews would send me a free bow? Well, you know, do you it, see my point? Like I do. we're like, whoa. And I remember calling you guys, like you and Ron, when it happened, right. I'm like you won't believe it. It yeah, showed up because they I, said they do it. And I'm like, are they really going to send this to me a bow? Because the last bow I, I bought was a Matthew Switchback XT, okay. and yeah. I still have it. Yeah, and uh, that bow was like eight hundred dollars. No, like, I, I hear you, man, yeah, and and like, I and I know that exact feeling because I sit incredible. back and I reflect on on where we're at yeah, with this, and I'm just blown that? away. Yeah, we got our ratings the other day, and. And, and you just look at him and you go, wow, yeah. I can't believe this actually happened. I remember when I bought my first Matthews and how cool I thought it yeah. was when oh, I, yeah. you know, I bought it at Hesperia Sports Shop. And, and, and man, now I'm in the big leagues. I just yeah. purchased my brand new Matthews and, and next thing you know, I'm you know I'm wearing their hat and representing yeah. their company. Yeah. You know? Sure, so it's, that's awesome. It's a, I think it's that's a funny because I remember the first time my brother bought a Matthews and I was with him at Star, I don't know if it's Starlight Archery or something, but... It was a solo cam, right? It's a solo cam, and it is right there. I actually got it from him on purpose ah. to keep in the studio, and that is the first, I think it's the ultralight solo cam. It's not the first Matthews, right. but it's one of them. I think it's a 94, and I think the first one's a 92-ish time Ish. frame. yeah. Well, and, yeah, uh, it is 92. But I didn't buy it, but I remember being there when he bought that bow, and that bow was, at that time, we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know, right? And then right. after that, Matthews just exploded, yeah. and they crushed it over the years. Now they're, are they back at the ATA now? I think. Yeah, they are. Yeah, right. so two years ago, I believe it was two years ago, it was two. their first yeah. year back in a long, long time. Because they used to do a Matthews show. They had their own show. I, yeah. you know, I don't yeah. know what happened with that. Maybe they got burned out. I mean, it's a lot of work, man, put on your own ATA, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's no joke. Yeah. That, that and must have taken t- so much time. Their, you know. Oh, for sure. But it was it was that big of a brand and it still is big you know i mean that was the thing about matthews that's always been interesting is just their pure industry power you know they've they've been able to have their own show which is crazy if you think about it yeah all those companies well and i think now there are so many trade shows and it was hard for you know a lot of people that were going to attend those shows to make it to the matthews to make it to ata to go to shot show show, you know and then half of them go to sheep show and blah 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 so you know, Again, those are the days time. though when Matthews was really pushing lost camo. Mm-hmm. I don't they don't that really do that as much anymore. I mean they, they have it, but they just not like at a priority, I don't think, compared to you know, doing their stuff and their own. Um okay. So thanks for coming. Absolutely. We really appreciate I enjoyed it. It's great it. to have yeah, you in person. Yeah. Um Real quick, though, tell everybody where they can see your show and all the detail and information. So our uh, the show, uh, Game of Inches, is on Sportsman's Channel. Um, unfortunately, we just finished. We were on first and second quarter, so uh, you'll have to wait six months <laughs> before you can watch us again unless you want to uh, log on to MOTV.com. Uh, our first five seasons are available there. And something we're kind of excited about that we just started uh, a, a series called Shortcuts. And what we're doing uh, is taking every one of our episodes, and, and, and the network has been kind enough to allow us to do this. Uh, as far as we know, we're the only uh, producer out there that's that's been given this permission. But we're taking every episode, condensing it down into five minutes, and it's available on YouTube. Nice. Uh, obviously, no charge. Oh, uh, people cool. can check them out. That's and that's great. been a big hit so far. We just launched that about three weeks ago, and uh, people are raving about it. They and nobody's you know a lot of people don't have yeah. a full day to sit and watch three full right. half-hour episodes, mm-hmm. but you can knock out three or four of these shortcuts in just a matter of minutes. Gonna, so. Definitely yeah. going to cool. send us the links. Stuff. Stuff. Like yeah, absolutely. That. That'd be great. Okay. Absolutely. We'll yeah, free. we'd appreciate it. people would love to see that. And uh, also... Um, uh, do you have a? Do you guys have like a sample video thing or anything like that? Like I brought you guys audio? a ton of uh, oh, DVDs, great. by the way. But um, yeah, we do. We have some some reels and uh, some other. Uh, I can give you. Some I like links to get an audio and, reel yeah, to put yeah. in this podcast. Absolutely, to, you know, just have it play in without. So here's the audio reel. Yeah. 
You got it. Okay, we're back. We, uh, we, we can hook you up with that. We'll throw that in there, and then uh, we threw that in. I hope you enjoy that audio reel. Um, so, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate you hey, coming in. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Very exciting. I, hopefully, we can do it again soon. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I'd like to get you back in the fall if you can. Absolutely. Squeeze in there if you're well, I'm sure we aside. can. We're, uh, we do a lot of events uh, together. In fact, we're leaving from, from here. We're heading up to Sandusky. We've got an event uh, with the Ray Park Foundation. Oh, cool. Uh, quad shootout. Awesome event. Oh, the it's, quad. Uh, yeah, have you it's heard still about going that? On. Yeah, yeah. You, I was gonna say what? it is still going. Did they change the name? <laughs> uh, no, it's been the quad. Oh, for, it was the quad. For, yeah. yeah, but Struther kind of did yeah. it originally, right? Uh, now it. next year, you guys need to come up there with me. Yeah, but uh, it's a ton of fun. So we're we're over here quite I often. Forgot about that. I didn't know they're still doing it. That's why it great. threw me off. Is Brian still part of it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's a well. He uh, he he founded the Ray yeah, Park Foundation. Oh, so he's okay. a big part. I didn't of realize it was called the Ray. I didn't know that. Yeah, that part I was I never knew. Yeah. Learn something new every day. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, you can also go online. It's uh, dreampointoutdoors.com. Check out Justin, all the great stuff he's got. And, uh, hey, have a great night. See you guys. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.